Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. I'd like to start off today by thanking Chris Yao for filling in for me last week. Today is Monday, September 18th, and we start with local news. Altium Cells in Spring Hill announced Friday an increase in the hourly wage offered by employees as the electric vehicle battery manufacturer seeks to hire an additional 300 employees by the end of the year. In a media release, the manufacturer, which is a joint venture between General Motors and LG Energy Solution, says the increase is a move to attract top talent in the Middle Tennessee market. Plant manager Chris Tesaudels and recruiting staff have been visiting Middle Tennessee colleges, training schools, and universities to build its next local workforce. Our early stage team members are crucial to our success, and we want our wages to reflect that importance, Tesaudels said. Attracting the best talent in the area also allows us to identify, train, and promote those applicants into leadership positions early on, he said. The pay increase comes on the heels of the United Auto Workers strike in three states, affecting the General Motors' Wentzville assembly plant in Missouri. UAW workers at the Spring Hill GM plant have not yet entered the strike, but they stand at the ready, according to local leadership. The Spring Hill GM assembly plant builds GMC Acadia and three types of Cadillac SUVs, including the Lyric SUV, which will be powered by Altium Cell's batteries to, quote, advance the push for a zero-emissions all-electric future, unquote. The United Auto Workers initiated the strike after one month of negotiations failed late Thursday night with GM, Ford, and Stellantis. Workers at three assembly plants in Michigan, Ohio, and Missouri walked out according to reports. The GM Spring Hill plant employs more than 3,700 workers. Although GM and Altium operate separately, Altium management said it wants to offer a competitive package for new workers. Altium Cells is making a starting wage change based upon area labor market conditions, Altium Communications spokesperson Austin Kelly said when asked about the recent strike. Altium Cells wants to provide a top-value proposition for total compensation, he said. The manufacturer also recognized workers' rights to unionize. Altium Cells respects workers' rights to unionize and the efforts of the UAW or any other union to organize battery cell manufacturing workers at our manufacturing sites, the company stated. The manufacturing plant is partially completed, will start production by the end of 2023, and is expected to be fully operational by 2025. Altium Cells has increased its starting wage for all hourly positions, according to the release. Raises have been earmarked for production operators who will start now at $20 per hour. Production crew lead will start at $22 per hour. Quality inspectors start at $20 per hour. Quality crew lead will start at $22 per hour. Process maintenance technicians will be at an hourly, based on experience, their hourly rate will be 27 to $35, and for facility maintenance techs, 29 to $36 per hour, based on experience. All team cells will identify early team members for quick promotion and career advancement track, the release says. All team cells will employ a total of 1,700 people at its 2.8 million square foot facility, which is approximately the size of 30 football fields. 
Interested job seekers can find career opportunities and openings at the company's website, www.altiumcell.com. Altium Cells will provide battery cell capacity to support GM's North American electric vehicle assembly capacity of more than 1 million units by mid-decade, while supporting GM plans to supply other automotive companies and other industries, including rail, aerospace, heavy trucking, and marine customers. Columbia Central High School principal Michael Steele was reinstated last week after being suspended without pay for two weeks due to a school district investigation that led to an official reprimand. In a September 8th letter obtained by an open records request, Murray County Public School Superintendent Lisa Ventura issued a reprimand of Steele while also reinstating him as principal the same day after a district investigation. The investigation determined that Steele exhibited insubordination and unprofessional conduct at Central High School with four policy violations. The policies listed in violation include those related to crisis management, line and staff relations, staff rights and responsibilities, and ethics. According to district documents, Steele was suspended on August 25th without pay during the district's investigation pursuant to school board policy. This action serves as a formal notification to you that Murray County Public Schools expects the highest level of professionalism from district leadership in accordance with policy, the September 8th letter stated. I trust that you will consider the potential ramifications of these incidents, and you are hereby advised that failure to remediate the action or behaviors referenced herein may result in further disciplinary action up to and including termination, the letter stated. Steele signed the letter of official reprimand, which does not imply agreement, the letter states. Documentation does not give further explanation about the details of the reprimand. Documents from the open records request also reveal that Steele was previously recommended on May, reprimanded rather on May 30th for an incident deemed as exhibiting inappropriate and unprofessional conduct at Columbia Central High School. District documentation states that Steele addressed a teacher in an unprofessional manner, though Steele explicitly states in a response letter that he does not concur with the investigation's outcome. In the letter, Steele called the investigation haphazard and biased, arguing that he followed the direction of human resources in addressing the matter. Also in August, the high school drew attention from when a Mount Pleasant man, Roy Brooks, was indicted August 17th for purportedly carrying an AR-15 on campus without authorization on May 3rd in response to what was believed to be an active shooter on campus. The active shooter report was discovered to be a hoax by the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, an action that affected many high schools around the state, which received robocalls about a possible active shooter on campuses. Brooks's court date is October 2nd at the Columbia Courthouse. When a police employee notified Ventura that an unauthorized man had been on campus a week later, Ventura said she notified the sheriff's office to determine whether a crime had been committed. I have tremendous respect for law enforcement, and they are to be applauded. The way they responded to the incident on campus was a thing of beauty, Ventura said. Speculation flew among elected officials and community members when Steele was suspended after the indictment came to light. Murray County Commissioner Gabe Howard, along with some parents, posted to social media that he backed Steele despite the suspension and criticized Ventura. Ventura and the district did not give further information about the events leading up to the August suspension, aside from the existing letter of reprimand for multiple policy violations. I do not comment on personnel issues, Ventura said. It was the outcome of a week's course of events, she said. 
Ventura confirmed that she spoke to the Columbia Central High School faculty in August about the indictment to relay facts about the incident rather than the rumors that they had heard. Last Friday, Steele said he was reinstated at 2 p.m. as he stood on the sidelines cheering on the Columbia Central High School Lions during the football game. I think we have ironed out our differences, Steele said regarding Ventura, and I'm looking forward to moving forward in a positive manner. My focus is always students and staff. I just want to make Columbia Central the best high school in the country. We have an amazing staff, students, and community, and I'm thankful for all of them, he said. Ventura also commented on the reinstatement. I don't want this to be misconstrued that I don't believe in Dr. Steele, Ventura said. I believe in his leadership, she said. On Friday, the Nashville Tea Company, located in the factory at Columbia, celebrated an expansion of their facility. WKOM WKRM's Mary Susan Kennedy attended the event and spoke with the owner and event coordinator to learn more about what the business has to offer. Hello, this is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. Today I'm at the Nashville Tea Company, located in the factory here in Columbia, for a celebration and ribbon cutting of their fabulous expansion here. I'm speaking with Diane Sheets, the owner, and Lori Winter, the event coordinator. Ladies, congratulations. This just looks fabulous. Thank you. Tell us about it. Yes, actually, um, we have been here uh, at the factory for almost five years now, and uh, I originally had an online um, business with Nashville Tea Company and um, continued to do that, but in 2018, I made a move down here to Murray County, and in 2019, opened up a brick-and-mortar um, here at the factory, and um, which proved to be a challenging um, that next year with the pandemic, and um, the community here is so supportive and wonderful, and I feel so um, grateful to be a part of a community of small business owners here in Murray County and in Columbia who are so supportive and we gather together and support each other and uh, grow and we're seeing massive growth just in numbers coming into this county but being a part of the small business community has really been a blessing. That is wonderful. We're so glad you moved down here. And can y'all tell us a little bit about your menu and also like any services you provide? Absolutely. So with this expansion has come an expanded menu. Um, We are offering full cafe menu now, which is really fun because we are known for our custom drinks and uh, bubble tea, that's a big thing. <laughs> but now we, um, in addition to our baked goods, which we do baked goods in-house, we now offer um, sandwiches and salads, soups, and we have Sunday brunch pop-ups from time to time. And um, we also have a fabulous catering menu, and we do events. And Lori Winter, who is here uh, with us, um, is our event coordinator. So I'd love for Lori, if you would just talk a little bit about them catering options and events and educational things that we do here. Okay, Lori, we're going to turn it over to you for a minute. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we're so excited to have a space now that we can really bring the community in for things like classes and workshops, educational, interactive experiences. We also have this beautiful tea garden space to offer for private rentals. So things like baby showers, bridal showers, birthday parties, um, book clubs even, church groups come together and rent our space for, for private events. And we're super excited to have the capability to be able to do that now. And Lori, tell us your days and hours of operation and where people can find you on social media. Yes, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Nashville Tea Co. You can find us on our website at NashvilleTea.com. You can also order teas. We ship almost anywhere. And um, we are open here down in Columbia at the factory at Columbia, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. That is so awesome. Well, the place looks gorgeous. The, I, I've already I see that there's a sampling of food on the table, which I think <laughs> I'm going to get to participate uh, in. The food is gorgeous as well. Congratulations to y'all. This is so exciting. Thank you. Again, this is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. Join Murray Alliance for a barbecue picnic at Woodland Park Rotary Shelter on Monday, September 25th at 5 p.m. Murray Alliance, with support from TVA, is hosting a picnic to show appreciation for the time and effort elected officials dedicate to making our community the best place to live and work. This event is also an opportunity for Murray Alliance members to come together in a casual environment and visit with Murray County's elected officials. This event is free, but please RSVP if you plan to attend. To RSVP and to learn more, visit www.murrayalliance.com. On Saturday morning, Murray County Co-op, Murray County Farm Bureau, and Murray County Farm Credit, working alongside Harvest Share, sponsored a food giveaway at Murray Hills Church in Columbia. WKOM WKRM's Delk Kennedy stopped by to learn more about the event and spoke to Ryan Pilkington, a, one of the event coordinators. This is Delk Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. It's a rainy Saturday morning, and I am out at the Murray Hills Church where food is being distributed, lots of it. There are, I would say, almost 100 volunteers here. There are a long line of cars where they drive up uh, and food is loaded into these automobiles and trucks. And off folks go with a, a large amount of food. I'm talking with Ryan Pilkington uh, with Murray County Co-op. It's, this is a joint effort of Murray County Co-op, uh, Murray County uh, Farm Bureau and Murray County Farm Credit working together with Harvest Share, and they have provided a truckload of food, which is being given away now. Ron, tell us about it. Uh, it's a good, good turnout, good crowd. Uh, glad we could do something to uh, help our community any way we can do it. So, so at, at my right, though, uh, Murray County Co-op, uh, Murray County Farm Bureau, and Murray County Farm Credit came together to provide the funds to Harvest Share for all this food yes sir yes sir that's correct wow and let's see it's about nine thirty in the morning have there are is a steady stream of cars coming through here they pull up they get loaded up with food is that the way it's been all morning yes sir been a steady line all day so uh i think the rain might have you know dampered just a little bit but you know it's still a good crowd so good turnout so well now tell me do, do people have to sign up or do anything or they just drive up and get in line i believe they just drive up yes sir so wow that's amazing uh and it's sort of i don't know about you ryan but it 
it sort of sinks home to me that there are this many people who need food. Absolutely, absolutely. It kind of it, it tugs on your heartstrings for sure. Um, it's it's kind of shocking, like you said, to see the, the amount of folks that come through here. So again, just glad we could give back and uh, do something to help our community. So yeah, it's amazing. Okay, again, Delp Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm at Murray Hills Church of Christ on a rainy Saturday morning. Harvest Share, uh, Murray County Co-op, Murray County Farm Bureau, Murray County Farm Credit have all teamed together to provide a tractor-trailer load of food, and there are literally hundreds of cars streaming through. They pull up, they get loaded up with food, and off they go. Uh, and it's heartwarming, but um, concerning at the same time. Is that right, Ryan? Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks to everyone to come out today to help. Uh, again, we have a good group, and uh, we're still hard at it, so uh, we're going to keep at it. So, Thank you, Ryan. And now, your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Miss Mary Louise Litton, 100, a longtime resident of Carters Creek and Neapolis communities, died Friday at NHC Murray Regional Transitional Care. Funeral services for Miss Litton will be on Tuesday at 1 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Visitation will be from 12 noon until time of the services at the funeral home. Burial will follow at Greenbrier Cemetery in Williamson County. Mr. Jerry Lee Bell, 77, a former resident of Columbia and a former inspector for Union Carbide, died Friday at Savannah Healthcare and Rehab Center in Savannah, Tennessee. Funeral services will be conducted Thursday at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 4 to 8 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have plenty of sunshine today with a high of 79 degrees. Winds will be out of the north-northwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect clear skies and a low of 51. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover more news from right here in your hometown. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... 
Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought. So here he goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, no, no. I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay in your car 10-minute oil change. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board.
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting, WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now back to local news. On Saturday evening in downtown Columbia, the annual food truck festival benefiting Amusem Children's Museum was held. Our own Del Kennedy attended the event and spoke to museum director Megan Wall to learn more about the museum and the festival. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. It's Saturday afternoon, and I'm in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. I'm at a food truck festival fundraiser for a museum, which is the Children's Museum in downtown Columbia. I'm speaking with Megan Wall, who is the executive director of a museum. Megan, tell me what a museum is. Yeah, absolutely. So we are a children's museum, as Delk said, downtown Columbia. So we're all about learning through discovery in play. So we have exhibits across the museum floor for children walking to about six to eight years of age to play and enjoy with their caretakers. And this is a place where parents and grandparents would like to bring their young children, correct? Absolutely, yeah. From um, dress-up station to Chick-fil-A and Baskin-Robbins and First Farmers has a live teller bank that you can drive through. There are lots of interactive exhibits to do together. And I see food trucks everywhere and people are lined up to get in here. What's going on here tonight? Yeah, so this is our annual food truck festival. This is our largest fundraiser of the year. So First Farmers Headline sponsors this for us and we have 11 different trucks present, trucks that you don't typically see around Columbia. And your ticket price covers a sampling from all of the trucks. Plus we have Taps Off Main here for drinks and um, NavTech is here streaming the Florida-Tennessee game. So it's going to be a good time. What else could you want? That's right. And okay. the weather's beautiful, right? Weather's beautiful. All right, we're going to get this on the air shortly. You're just getting started. How late will you be here tonight? We're till 9, but we are sold out. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so think about it for next year. But if you can't wait till next year, what can you do to find out more about Amusem now and to help out? Yeah, absolutely. So this is our website, www.amusemcolumbia.com. Um, there's a... Uh, help us page on there as well as a large explanation of our exhibits our birthday parties our retail space um, and all the events we have coming up cookies with santa's coming up our momster bash is coming up which is our mother sun dance and the halloween theme um, so lots of fun things happening all of the time and i assume you're always looking for financial support and volunteers absolutely we are community funded and volunteer driven one more time what's the website amusemcolumbia.com all right, Del Kennedy with Megan Wall, uh, Executive Director of Amusem. I'm at the Food Truck Festival, Food Truck Fundraiser. Looks like it's going to be a big night, sold out, but Amusem is definitely the place. If you have children or grandchildren, go check them out. Yes, please. Megan, thank you. Thanks, Del. The Athenaeum, one of Columbia's premier historic sites, will be hosting a candlelight tour on September 30th at the Athenaeum, located at 808 Athenaeum Street from 7 to 9 p.m. Tours will begin approximately every 20 to 30 minutes. The cost is $5 per person. Come learn the morning traditions of the Antebellum South. All proceeds from the tour will benefit the Athenaeum. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. A pudding cook-off, pudding eating along the pudding path, a craft village, and live music are just a few of the activities that are sure to keep everyone entertained and their sweet tooth sated during the 14th annual National Banana Pudding Competition in Centerville, Tennessee, at the Hickman County Ag Pavilion on October 7th and 8th. The event will start at 9 a.m. on Saturday on Mabel's Front Porch Stage, Last year, almost 10,000 people visited the event, coming from more than 30 states and four countries. Contestants from around the country will go head-to-head to decide who makes the best banana pudding. Tickets are $10 for adults, $5 for kids 5 to 12, $10 for the pudding path, and $7 for pudding to go boxes. Additional information is available by phone at 931-994-6273 or by email at info at banana pudding fest. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'm Tom Price. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.